Wow, that's dope. Connecticut. What part of Connecticut? Uh, New Haven. Oh, you know I moved here from Connecticut, right? Oh, did you, you know did? That? Yeah, girl. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> we used to live in where... Hartford. Oh, that's that's where my mom grew up, but she like now her parents live in New Haven. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, we used to go to church in Bridgeport, which is a little further down from New Haven. But okay, CT. <laughs> Who's next? Blair, you want to go? Sure. Okay, so my family is all, like, from the South. Like, literally. Like, it, my family is very big on, like, um, like their family history. So we literally trace, like, have, like, traced back all of our, like, roots. And um, I have four great-grandparents that are alive. My three great-grandmas and one of my great grandpas and I have been like around them my whole life so I've kind of gotten their wisdom um I've kind of like they've passed down so many family stories and like just different things like my great-grandfather um came from Mississippi when he was 13 years old and moved to um DC and then he um because he had I think 11 brothers and sisters, I think. And so <clears throat> they each, like, when they turned 13, like, went to a different state so that they could have better opportunities. So he came here to D.C. and he um, eventually became, like, the superintendent of, um, like, Montgomery County Schools and stuff like that. And my great-grandma was also, like, in education, like a principal and all that kind of stuff. So... <clears throat> My family is kind of, I have a lot of different, like, family members, like, from all different, it's like <clears throat> all different kinds of Black people in my family. So I've kind of gotten to see, like, different kinds of Black culture, like, all of my life. And so, yeah, but I think, like, my family, as far as, like, the way that they raised me, like, they're just very, like, loving and, like, they have this kind of unconditional love that you like that I just really appreciate and they're not necessarily strict you know like they just they're real like yeah they're just like real people like they're gonna be real with you no matter what and they're gonna like try to show me the best way to go so yeah I just yeah that's how where I come from who's next Justin are you there yeah, I'm here. You want to tell us who, who you are, where, where your people are from? Um, Yeah, so my dad, he grew up here in Maryland, and um, my mom, she grew up in North New Jersey. And, you know, from an early age, they always stressed, um, you know, having an education, like, you know, learning about not just, um, you know, the history that they teach in school, but also about Black history, you know. And especially my dad, you know, because one of the earliest conversations I remember with him is, you know, him telling me that, you know, um, that George Washington, he, he wasn't like, you know, a, a good person because of the fact that he owned slaves. And, you know, he took me to Mount Vernon and Monticello. And, you know, he told me like, you know, the things that they're saying is they're not true because, you know, you can't be a good person and own slaves and, you know, and, and beat them and, you know, rape them. It's just terrible. Like, you can't, it's not something that, you know, a good human being would do. 
And so, you know, he always, you know, stressed that to me and he always told me that, you know, there's rules and then there's rules for you. And so he always made sure that I knew how to, you know, operate in a society where, you know, black men are looked at as a weapon because of the color, the color of our skin and because, you know, because they were, they're afraid of us, you know? So my dad always, you know, that's one thing that he always stresses, just, you know, learn how to, you know, get an education and learn how to operate around people that don't look like you. Wow. And your mom's from Jersey. I was born in Jersey. I feel like I have a connection to each of you. <laughs> Who's next? Jaden, you want to go or Gabe? Uh, I'll go. Um, so both both my parents are from Africa. And um, I think it took me a while to realize how significant that is. Like me and my two sisters are like the first of our family born here in America. And it's, it is really nice that, you know, if I want to learn about my history, you know, I don't necessarily have to go to books or, you know, documentaries or things like that. I can just, you know, my parents are right here and it's nice to get it straight from them because, you know, they were there and, you know, wow. they live life there and also just not a lot of things are written down. I mean, you know, <laughs> at that time. But I think, you know, when they came here, still took culture with them. A lot of the times when we were driving around, you know, as kids, they're always playing CDs uh, from Africa and, you know, artists that they would listen to from there. So I kind of grew up on that. And one of the big things I think of the culture that we kept was definitely respect. Um, they weren't super strict, but, you know, being very respectful to not only your elders, but people around you is super important. It's partially probably why I talk the way I do. And um, I, I think they've definitely seen the importance of issues here as well as, you know, growing up here is, although um, culture from there is important here, some things here are just different. Like I remember I was driving home from an event one night and my mom was, I know I was telling my mom, oh yeah, you know, I'll, I'll come back, you know, it'll be fine. I have the key. I can let myself in. And, but I was driving back at like 10, 10 30 PM at night, uh, like a few months ago. And when I came home, she was still awake. I thought she usually goes to sleep early, but she was still awake. And I was just thinking, oh, you know, I mean, you know, it's fine. It's no big deal. But I mean, I'm sure to her, she was thinking, you know, anything could really be going on. I know that I came here and, you know, things are much better here for my family than possibly they could have been at home, but there's still things that I have to be worried about. So I was just thinking, you know, oh yeah, it's no big deal. I mean, you know, yeah, it's just dark outside. She was probably seriously considering what could happen to me. So my parents are definitely um, attentive and they're very special to me. Where are they from? Uh, my dad is from South Africa and my mom is from Zambia. Cool. Thanks for sharing. Gabe, how about you? Um, so my family is pretty much straight Haitian. Uh, my Both of my parents are Haitian. Their parents are Haitian. And um, my grandparents are actually immigrants. So I think for me, just having that culture, it's a lot of fun because, I mean, there's really no confusion as to where I'm from. You know, it's like, you're Haitian. This is it. Nothing else. Um, I think most important... 
<laughs> I think most importantly for me though was the um the virtues that they instilled in me from a really young age. Um my grandparents coming from Haiti, they really had to work I guess what you would call non-desirable jobs so my parents could have a private education and so that they could um have opportunities in life and they always stressed uh just not neglecting the opportunities of this country. You know, Haiti and America, they both have their problems. But um, I think that especially, you know, a lot of people say like, oh, you're so in your books and, you know, you get made fun of for it. But it's really important not to underestimate the importance of that. Both my parents, they, they didn't they weren't born as Seventh-day Adventist, but they grew up in the Seventh-day Adventist church. And in the church, pretty much that whole generation of parents, and my mom was telling me this the other day, I was pretty surprised, but that whole generation of parents um, were immigrants and all the children. So my parents' whole generation, they were the ones whose parents had come to America. They were like the product of an American birth. And so um, she was saying how all of the kids, all of the children of those immigrant parents in that church, they grew up and they did something with their life, whether or not they became lawyers, whether or not they became doctors or teachers, and she was just stressing the importance of um, just valuing the opportunities we have here. You know, as Americans, we often take for granted the uh, the opportunities that were afforded as rights. Where in other countries, these things are more so privileges. And they were just saying how Haiti is a beautiful country, yes, but here there's just certain things that you have to take advantage of. And yeah, I just... I think one of the most important things for me is I remember one day my dad and I were driving with Ethan, it, my dad, brother and I, we were driving to um, a father son retreat. We used to do it every year before COVID happened and we were driving through the woods and it was dark at night and we were just like, my dad likes to talk and tell stories and we ask questions. It's good conversation while we drive. And I remember we were talking and a couple of days before we had seen this movie called The Great Debaters. It's a great film. I think you should watch it. But um, we had seen the movie and we were talking and my dad was just telling us about how a long time ago, I remember he was telling a long time ago, you know, you could be driving down a road like this and you could see a man lynched on the side of the road, or you could see something happening that you know is none of your business and you got to keep moving because if you stop, then, you know, your life is in danger. And he was saying how it's such a privilege to be, you know, born in this country. You know, we're all from different cultures. We all have different backgrounds, but the one common denominator that all of us have is that we're American. And while America does have its issues, America also has opportunities that in some cases aren't afforded anywhere else in the world. So he just stressed the importance of taking those opportunities and um, not not taking them for granted or misusing them. I think uh, wow. what Dr. Dr. King, he said, he said it best, America has has written a check that is yet to cash. And that is what the BSU is for. And that is why people of different races are coming together. And that is why we are saying not only, but also, we matter also. And after Black, it might be Latino or Latinx, or it might be Asian. Like, there are so many situations in America where the rights of people have been taken that if we don't stand up and say something, this will keep happening. So we have to stand up. We have to join organizations like BSU. Um, I remember when my father uh, 
he actually helped build G. Peters. And he helped build G. Peters because the students, myself and my sister, we were subjected to whatever education system you got and whether the teacher was racist or, and I, I, have, I have to admit, I've had some teachers that were not, and I've really respected them for it, but I have had some teachers that were, and, I, and that kind of pushed me away from this religion because how can you say one thing and you're, you're completely, completely something else? Wow. So, you know, Wow. Kendall and, and Betty, can you share more about the BSU? Tell us about, just just tell us. This is your time to share everything you want us to know about BSU. What are your hopes? What are your dreams? What's the goal? What's the objective? Come on, give us a clue. Well, for BSU, uh, me, Betty, and Gabby, who couldn't be here today, but definitely sends her love. We all wanted to create BSU because of the um, like reemergence, like Black Lives Matter was always here, but like the reemergence that definitely happened this summer that we all saw with the George Floyd and um, Breonna Taylor, all of those instances that were happening this summer. And we just wanted to bring a club to to um to ta to help educate um educate and just be a safe space to talk about these different types of issues because there could be people um like people of all people of color just um that aren't really educated on this topic and it's definitely um something that we should be educated on so that we can provide change for it and also a safe a safe place to talk about it too and where everyone's opinion everyone's opinion matters. And um, I just, I like, that was like one of the main goals is just to have a safe place to talk and just be able to share um, what's going on and prob and you and come together um, and think of different ways that we can help solve this issue because we can help solve this issue because we are the next generation that is going to be coming up and we want, I, we wanted to create change. I love that. Can I just can I just push you a little bit, Kendall? I heard you say something and I want to challenge it. I heard you say that we are the next generation. I want to challenge that. You are this generation. We're, we're, we're not we're, we're you're here, right? Yes. And you have everything that you need right now to do the things that God has called you to do to do the things that will elevate and celebrate and, and acknowledge the, 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 the lives of Black people in this country or Black people at TA or Black people in Maryland. Like, you are this generation. 